sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky and love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hit, well, seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. One, two, three. Hey. hey. It's kittycat, cappuccino.com. It's patregan.net. Got net. I have a few things to say. Um, one, I just got throat fucked to hell, and so my, oh my voice God. is like, oh, you know why? You know why? What? Why? This is me. I can't talk about what happened, but something happened Monday night that made it one of the worst days of my entire life, and I've entered into. Do I know of what? it? The no, Monday I haven't told you. Thing? Oh no! It's not like no, no one's no one's dead, so it's fine. But uh, I'll tell you later. But I have fallen into an incredibly deep depression. I was I, the performance I gave on the street. It was the kind where people in New York are like, "Are you okay?" Like, oh I was like God. crying on the. I was crying on the street. I was like sitting on curbs. I was like in Soho, like screaming into my phone. And then like this girl was like, "Do you need help? Do you need me to call someone?" And I'm like, "I'm on the phone." <laughs> oh my God! Was Brian no, with you? No, I was alone. It was absolutely. That's better because when a straight couple's together and one of yeah, them is it's upset, not it's hard no. for everyone. It was great. You know, the good thing is when I got, I was, I was walking to meet some friends who I really felt like safe and comfortable with for martinis, and so I was able to kind of have a meltdown, blast my ass with three martinis, pass out. Did you know I have never had a martini, and now I never will unless I, <laughs> unless I relapse, which <laughs> I'm doing right now. I want, I want. The fans know I'm relapsing live on air as a stunt. It's a publicity stunt. I'm relapsing live <laughs> on air. I don't think um, you would like them, so it's okay. Really? It's, Why? Because I don't like olive. Well, it's it's just like taking like a vodka shot, essentially, in yeah, a cool but, cup. But with olive in the mix. It is good. With, with, with olive in the mix, it is... You don't like olive, though. Yeah, I don't like olive. It's very olive. But some people do them just like straight vodka with like a lemon twist. But it's literally a drink for alcoholics. It's like you get it... And you have one, and then you're like, okay, finally I can, like, relax. Dorinda has them. Dorinda definitely has them. Dorinda definitely has them. But anyways, the point is, but I was so depressed this morning that, like, we kind of tried to have sex, and I wasn't feeling it, so I was kind of just like, fuck my face until, like, you come. And then I came, too. Oh, my God. Sometimes all it takes to come is to get your face fucked. (laughs) To not be feeling it. And that's canon. (laughs) (laughs) To not be feeling it um, vaginally, but to be feeling it. Or my face fuck is it an interesting um, <laughs> well, space to be, to be living in. It's, a, it's an interesting space to be uh, habitating. If I, if it I was may. less that I was like feeling it in that way. It was more like I want to make my partner come because, you know, I've been like crying in his arms for 10 years. Yeah, so, oh my like, God. I had an awkward. So I do like swallowing cum. Okay, now we're really being a sex podcast. At this point, we're really, sometimes we really just had to be a sex podcast. I know. Sometimes we're literally a podcast about like nostalgia and go-gurt. And sometimes we're a full-blown like triple x rated <laughs> porn hub sponsor Jen, remember jenna jameson yes i i remember that so much in the 90s actually. it was huge it was to just say the name Jen, jenna jameson was huge I was like that's a porn star yeah you don't see that you don't see like celebrity straight porn stars anymore do you no you don't no and like no i mean there's some i know about who i guess are like famous in like the porn world yeah one time, there's a porn star that me and me and Angela used to see um, in a diner that we go to a lot. 
cool. Cool. Yeah. Wait, but what was I going to say? Oh, um. I recently found out that a friend of a friend um, paid to have sex with a porn star, which I literally celebrate. Yeah, that's interesting. It's funny on The Batch currently, there's like, they for no reason, they brought in new girls, like for truly no reason. And it is because The Bachelor mm. himself is very, 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 very boring this year. And oh, is that it? sometimes that makes them panic and overproduce, and that's kind of what they're doing. Mm. But. What I will say is there's like a rumor that one of them's an escort. But the way that she said like there's one of them one of them who looks like the mom from Parent Trap. Like it's like I know her from Chicago and she everyone started messaging me basically like my whole life everyone's been messaging me watch out for her. And the reason <laughs> they're saying watch out for her is because she how do I say this? Entertains men for money. And everyone's like, Oh my god. And then she's like, the girl's like, I'm not an escort. The girl's like 24 years old. And um, it'd be amazing to be an escort. I know. It's like, we're not in that place. And it's, it's and I guess like that woman in Chicago doesn't know about yet that we don't like absolutely hate sex workers for no reason anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very Midwest to not know that we as a community don't hate sex workers. Yeah. But you know what else? Um, it's so funny the idea of like your whole life someone messaging you about a girl to stay away from her. It's totally. like, no, that's not true. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Literally one person like showed you her picture. Mm. I, I, I was like, I don't like this girl. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Wait, so you're saying you see, watch um, out for her because she's an escort because she entertains men for money. I was laughing so hard about, um, do you see Stephen Phillips' horse tweet about what it's like to have a conversation on The Bachelor? Oh, no, I didn't. It was just like a back and forth that's like, I think because I have, and they're like, yeah, personality. And it's like, this time is so special. And it's like, I'm feeling that with you. And that's like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, this Bachelor is really, really um, struggling to be interesting, I will have to say. But um, wait, do you like swallowing cum? Is that something that you're like okay with? Yeah, I swallow cum. I swallow cum. I'm like a classic. Um, <laughs> I'm like a classic 2004 person who doesn't like actually really doesn't like it. And really? The other day, yeah, yesterday I actually got head, and then um, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Was they, it from yeah. your boyfriend or from one of the Shark Tank? Um, oh, it, from participants. I, it was not for my project. It was actually for my relationship. <laughs> it was and personal. It was not professional. It was a uh, pleasure, not business. And. <laughs> um, Okay, I'm on an airplane. <laughs> and um, and then he was jerking off kind of over me on the couch, and then he was going to come, and he's like, put it in your mouth. And then I guess I made a face that was like, I I'm, I don't have a poker face. And I guess I made a face where it was very, very clear that I didn't want to. And he's, and he's like, and as he was coming, he's like, he had pulled it away. And I was like, you don't want him. You don't want him. And he's like, walking to the bathroom. He's like, you suck. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You suck. That's so funny. I do suck. Wait, pause really quick. What are you doing tonight? You want to go out to dinner or something fun? All right. Bye. Thank you for declaring my trash. Keep that in. That's life. That's a slice of life for me. Love you. Um, that is so funny. Yelling, you suck as you walked as you walked to the bathroom, shaking cum off your car. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Swallowing cum for me, it's kind of like a rare occasion because normally it obviously goes within within the walls of my pussy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but within these sometimes, four walls. Um, uh, uh, um, what about those? You know, it's very like the '90s for there to be a song called like "In These Four Walls," and then like, is it, you know, she's actually went in the walls of her pussy. Like that's what the song's about. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like actually, what it means is F U C K me. <laughs> oh my god, Angela loves to talk about how that song doesn't make sense. And it's like, yeah, no one's like, no one's claiming that song makes sense. You know what I mean? That 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 wasn't Britney's goal. Britney didn't set out to make a song that made sense when she wrote when she wrote F U C K me. 
I know you are making me want. Uh, it is very 90s. I went through a phase where I could not get one, two, three, Peter, Paul, and Mary. I'm 88 days and it's cold in my jeans. And I, What's I, that? It's like, are you in living in sin is the new thing. <laughs> I don't know that uh, It's a song about threesome that actually Britney wrote. Oh. That Britney wrote. Oh I'm going to go ahead and say Britney wrote that song. Brian, I have new couple friends that were like, "Why don't they want to fuck us?" Even oh, really? more, even more so than the ones from uh, where? Where was that on the road trip? Yeah. Wow, are they straight or? They're so gorgeous. They we made friends with this really hot straight couple. Wow, how did that happen? So it's like, um, yeah, I've actually I have to say, over quarantine, I've made some amazing new friends. That's incredible. You find, you find yourself in scenarios you wouldn't normally be, or like, oh, well, like these people have like. Um, this like backyard roof balcony or whatever. So we're going to go to their house. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, we're family now. Oh, I don't know about that. Like no one's, I mean, I don't know about that. I haven't seen, I've been thinking about people that I just like literally haven't seen in so long. It's like so strange because. They're guess, dead to us. Well, I didn't realize that so much of my life and interactions were incidental because of like being on shows mm-hmm. with people. So like, um, then to be like, oh, wait, no, I actually haven't seen you in, like, fully a year. It's like, oh. Yeah, like, do it's we, crazy. Like, did we ever know each other and will we ever again? But, I um, feel like, yeah, my so far the whole year I've only seen, like, you and then, like, my little pod of college friends and, home and like, my friend from home who I see. Yeah. I am... Um, I'm really proud of myself because I did a really good impression of a housewife last night on Instagram. and Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's Meredith from... Um, it's it's not like doing well or anything. I And that's okay because I didn't do that. You know what? Look at me in the eyes. Videos don't do well anymore. We're past... We're post videos. <laughs> we're post videos. I, we're post videos doing well. You know what's so funny is that like... Oh, wait. I did see <laughs> your face just came up in a wig. But... <laughs> it's funny this is what just came up on my feed is your face in this amazing way <laughs> but I like that one Meredith because her voice is very ASMR and I feel like as someone whose voice is also ASMR like um, I feel community with her oh I gotta watch so what I'm thinking about videos right now is unless you're one like it's funny right now it's funny right now I posted like a photo of my face it gets you know 4,000 likes I post like a poem I was so proud of that I worked on for like a whole day and it's like 200 likes and I'm like this isn't right yeah <laughs> yeah but it's okay I don't I'm not I've famously detached from external validation so I'm like let them eat cake let them eat cake let them eat cork um I me and Angela keep seeing this uh guy like around and we think he's closeted and I always see him like trying to strike up conversations with strangers. Uh and um so and I feel like it's a thing that people closeted. Well Angela claims that the guy cruises him and I don't ever I've never in my life gotten cruised by a single person and Angela said <laughs> Angela said it's because I put out a non sexual energy. <laughs> so very charlotte being like she's putting herself out there but um yeah. <laughs> but um i feel like this one guy who's always trying to talk to strangers that we see like walking around like i think it makes me realize that like closeted i always say closeted people are always like searching for community like anyone who's mm-hmm. trying to like be friends with random people is like closeted i feel so anyways we call him searching for community that's his name for <laughs> us because he's trying to befriend y'all. He's like a neighbor. So I'll get back to the apartment and be like, oh, I saw searching for community. 
And anyways, shout out to him. Shout out to Searching for Community. Shout out to Searching for Community. Um, so we have this new segment. Oh. Wait, first of all, have you seen my, um, my like, I'm literally wearing Juicy Couture pants right now. Oh, that's incredible. My new friend Haley, who runs the fa- the famed Instagram account, Mrs. Um, Mrs. Dow Jones. Mrs. Oh, I love her. I love that. I love that woman. She's so, we have, well, we have to get on the pod. She's so fucking funny. I did a, sh- and, I did a talk hole with her one time, the show at the Chinese restaurant. Do you see restaurant. this? Do you see this? Yeah, that's incredible. They say assets. Yeah, she's so funny. And I just, it was, we had, we went, we just met up and we just walked across town. That's a great quarantine hang. Just a long, brisk walk across town. So we got to get her in the mix. I didn't know you knew that girl. I know that girl. Yeah, I know that girl too, but not very well. I only was on a show with her once, like two years ago. Well, now it's time to connect. Yeah. And I've always thought she was funny. So funny. Well, you know what I was going to say is that we have a new segment on the pod and should we, what should we call it? Um questions for help <laughs> i think is that is that what we used to call I it i think we've used to call it that i like that questions for help yeah questions but for now help. it's but now it's like it's audio so now it's like oral questions for oral help. Questions oral for oral or, or, oh my god yeah I'll oral ne- questions for help i'll never ever forget when i found out about a-u-r-a-l the other r-l mm-hmm. because it was <laughs> when i was in high school and this um kid Danny McShane, shout out. He actually won Jeopardy several times. Maybe you'll remember. That's crazy. Maybe I'll remember him right winning Jeopardy several times from 2012. But um, he was saying ta- something about this band that he saw, and like he was kind of making fun of them, and he was saying how like the drum player was like drumming with like rose petals, so like the petals were flying off, and you could like smell it. And he was like they're trying to do this thing where it was like visual and like uh um nose. What is that like uh? I don't know what oh, the, um, I don't know what the nose version of oral is, and he's like, is it also oral, like with a different vowel? Uh, probably. No, 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 no. I know, no, no. We gotta know this. It's what is? Oh, oh, oh. What's it called? It's like or odor. Does Allison know? Does Hot Bruce or Allison know? What what is the oral what is the oral version of nose? <laughs> what is the oral version of nose? I'm typing. I'm googling oral version. What's so of crazy? Nose. Is I like, know exactly what you're talking about. We don't know because there's not a sex you can have. Like everyone knows the mouth one because there's a sex you can have of it, and we only know it's the like, ear one. Oh my god! Wait, how do I even search for like this? The mouth one. Oh, That's olfactory, olfactory, olfactory. Anyways, this band. Like, yeah, wait, wanted... we don't have olfactory sex. This band. Yeah, we don't have olfactory sex. Imagine. Um, this band wanted it to be like an olfactory experience and an aural experience. Of course, kind of the traditional experience of listening to a band is very aural mm. because you use your ears for that. And you're constantly. You near constantly so use your ears uh, to listen to bands. <laughs> aural and then there's oral. And then there's olfactory. Oh, factory is so interesting because it's like say it with me, old factory. It's, it's implying yeah, and I would have sex. I would have sex in an old factory, but I wouldn't have sex in my nose hole. Olfactorily, olfactorily. I would not hold. I would. The, <laughs> okay. the adverbal we're, version. We're creating a new tongue twister for drama students. I ha- I would not have olfactory in the old factory, but I would have fuck in the old factory. <laughs> olfactorily, <laughs> but I would olfactorily fuck in the old factory. <laughs> I love no, the act- I, orally. I I like doing it orally at the old factory, but I would never do it olfactory at the old factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if dra- you're a if you're a drama student, like definitely pick that up. Yeah, if you're a drama student, you can use that. Um, when you're what are the other holes? Oh, eyes. What's eyes? Um, that's visual. Visual, visual yeah. 
Okay, that's, that's, that's classic. Yeah, that gets a lot. That's a lot. That's like, that, that gets a lot of airtime. Yeah, it, it definitely does. The idea of doing something with your eyes. <laughs> Anyways, letters for help. Oral letters for help. Oral so this is the first one. So basically, what what's happened? What's happened here towards us is that hot producer Allison, who is once again, let me remind you, my blood relative, my cousin on my paternal side, um, which means she famously doesn't. No, my cousin's on we kind of the famous relationship we talked about earlier. She doesn't know very much about my cousins <clears throat> and the maternal side. Okay, got something in my throat. Maybe it's fucking calm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, <clears throat> as I was saying, if you have a question for us, you can call 917-243-1302 and leave a voicemail. Uh okay, I don't have a question. I just have statement, comment, uh, to see that you released a new full episode today just lifted a weight off of my shoulders. I needed you so bad. I've just been deciding that I'm going to listen to all your old episodes, so that's what I've been doing, and just fucking cracking up, but I'm so happy that you released a new episode today. I love you both. Thank you for making me laugh so fucking hard. I love you guys. Bye. Okay. Oh, my God. So now Hot Producer Allison has put us in the near possible situation of responding (laughs) to a compliment on air. Um, I'll gladly respond to a compliment on air. I want to say, I wish whose girl, whose girl name was that? They didn't leave a name. So we'll call her Missy. You should have kept her on the phone so we could trace it. (laughs) I love keeping someone on the phone so you could trace it. Keep him on a little longer. Keep him on a little longer. We got it. We got it. We got it. Um, that girl's name is Missy. She's an absolute queen, Missy. Thank you. People don't know, like, every single nice comment and nice message, I have to say, means so much to me. Like, I think I, yeah, people don't even know. Even just being like, haha, yeah. I'm like, thank you. That positive energy right now when we're all alone in our houses is, like, so fucking powerful. So thank you, Missy. I love you. Can't wait until we can hang if you ever reveal where you are located. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Missy. Um, I love I love engaging with old episodes. Like I connect with your journey because I'm listening. I'm watching old episodes of um, as I've talked about publicly many times at this point. Uh, Real World Road Rules Challenge, i.e., the challenge. <laughs> and um, you know, I am at Rivals too, and so I would love if. And I guess I don't know. I get it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you guys are the same. You and Missy have a connection, a cosmic connection. Yeah. yeah. What does cosmos mean? This the cosmos, stars. When someone's like the having cosmos. To do with, I think it just means having to do with anything beyond our planet. Yeah, I guess. What about ethos? But ultimately, I don't know. <laughs> That's different. Ethos oh. is like, okay, wait, this is, a, okay, I'm actually going to sound stupid. Isn't ethos just like my whole deal and what I believe and like what I stand for? Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. Them. And then what is pathos? Pathos is like feelings. Okay. Pathos is like pathos is like depth, right? For some reason, I really like those three words: ethos, pathos, pathos, and cosmos. They make me feel kind of excited about the world in which we live. <laughs> That's so true. Let's get merch that says "ethos, pathos, cosmos." <laughs> yeah, for no reason. Like for for no reason. That's our merch. Okay, wait. This um, is great. This is uh, wait. Hopper's okay. Ethos. 
Ethos has to do with ethics. Pathos has to do with emotions, essentially. Emotion. And then Cosmos, I would have to say, is unrelated to both of those. But it sounds it's the, the same. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it definitely sounds very similar. Cosmos is I, like um, such a good... It, it's not overused. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not. A uh, lot of these words would be... Oh, yeah. I don't want to taint it by using it too much. Definitely. I don't want to taint it either. It's the whole universe. Do you believe in alien? Okay, so on re-aliens, I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, my main thought is that I would be stupid to say I don't believe in them, but I don't care about them. Yeah, oh yeah, so that's so basically for you, aliens is what ghosts are to me. Exactly, it's aliens like, yeah, are sure, to me It's like, yeah, sure, they're probably there, but they're of no business being in my life. But ghosts yeah. are like so fascinating. Aliens are like, okay, if a green blob walks down the street and tries to attack me, I'll be like, well, now this is something. And but why have we assigned <laughs> green to aliens as a color? It's so funny. It's so funny how you've done that. It's so but, so fucking funny how you've done that. Well, especially the the fame. One of my famous uh, one of my famous movies. One of my favorite movies. Signs. The aliens oh, I love signs. I remember. But the aliens no- are kind of green in signs. They're kind of sinewy. I don't remember what the aliens. They're like green in signs. and sinewy. Let's see. But aliens. what I will say is, see, I find aliens much more interesting than ghosts. Really? Go on. Um, I just think um. I don't know why. I just, if an alien, I would be more scared of an alien than a ghost. Why are you scared of aliens? Um, because, like, I don't know. I guess I believe in them more. So, that's a good point. So, on my road trip, I listened to a lot of, like, Supernatural-related podcasts. I think it was actually called, actually, <laughs> I think it was actually called Supernatural because it's with this girl named Ashley Flowers, who I'm obsessed with because she's like, it's Ashley Flowers. And I'm like, oh my God. that's the best, that's the best name I got for this gal. I love it. Um, <laughs> but she does a great, like, a lot of the episodes are really good. She did, okay, the most, so she had, she organizes the episodes into, like, themes, like, some are about ghosts, some are about, like, freaky things in the world, um, and some are about aliens. And I listened to one alien one. Every alien story is essentially the same. It's the idea of you get beamed up and then they do some kind of like operation on you or some kind of surgery to like learn more about the human race and then they um let you go and you don't remember it but then you can recover it doing hypnosis oh weird so i'm not scared of getting operated on and then forgetting it i'm definitely scared of getting operated on and then forgetting it i would love i would love someone to fix to mix stuff up around here because i don't whatever, want to be mixed up whatever the me. current arrangement this tetris hellhole of a body i live in definitely flip the pieces please a god i've never gotten surgery and i certainly don't want to start from an alien <laughs> and you probably don't even the main appeal to me of getting surgery is kind of like perfectly legal uh painkillers you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Also, the rush of getting surgery, which I've only done once, is that they do the cute thing where they count you. They put you on the IV Yeah, I never drip, done that. I never and then got like, that. I love it. They, they, they think it's so like, it's so like a dad joke trick. They're like, count down from 10 and you'll be asleep. But by the time you get to like seven or six, you're already asleep. Wow. I would I love that feeling of like. It's dad joke in that so way. so tired. I would love that feeling of being so tired that you're like, literally, you're like truly going to sleep. I know. I feel like sometimes I just get drunk so I can, like, get tired. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Wait, did I tell you my new thing of where I now have to do old New York Times crosswords while I watch TV? Because my brain is still too... When I'm watching TV mm. now, my brain still is too stimulated by, like, the mm-hmm. world around me that now I have to watch, watch like, old TV and also, while I'm doing it, do old New York Times crosswords just to feel enough like I don't 
exist. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Last night I was trying to watch TV and I kept just like crouching in different positions in my apartment. So like, I cannot sit still right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, do you know what I, I want to share with you? Have you what? been watching Bling Empire on Netflix? No, I haven't watched new shows ever lately. Okay, it's so fucking good. Really? I have to it's so watch so Industry. It's so good. Oh, totally different vibe. Industry is like amazing prestige television, sexy, hot, porny, we love. Yeah. Uh, Bling Empire is a reality show about super rich. They're like, this is the real crazy rich Asians. And it's just like friends in LA being like, we're so rich that they're fighting about like diamond houses in Paris. Oh my God. But one, one of the girls, uh, her daughter is named Jador. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's insane. You know what I'm not moving forward with? What? Um, the Americans. I couldn't connect. Yeah, people love that, but I haven't, uh, I haven't even tried I had to make the choice for myself to not move forward with it um, because it was boring me. But um, I, ch- I should like it because it's spies and it's wigs and it's karate, which is my favorite, kind of all my favorite, th- all my favorite things, Oprah's favorite things. But make These it are a spies, few of my sound and... of music. Um, but, um, but, and you know what? I do like watching Carrie Russell because I always think about like, I always think about that, that time in human history where it was really, it was really popular to say this sentence. Did you know actually Carrie Russell was in the Maggie Mouse Club with Brittany and Christina? And <laughs> Brittany and Christina always said Carrie has the best voice of the three. Wow, I didn't even know that. I'd never heard that sentence. There was a point in human history where it was very, very popular to say that sentence. At this point, I'm wondering if I'm ever going to be able to have a career in entertainment, considering the fact that I was not in the Mickey Mouse Club. I, I know. When, yeah. If I you just, don't have the Disney stamp of approval as a teen, it's really hard to get your old career off the ground. Right. But you are also, um, I, it does seem like Disney doesn't give quite enough support in the mental health space to their talent. I will say that's that. That's true. That's true. I will say that. And I love you know, Disney. I'm part of the Disney family in many ways. But um, I will I say that. I don't love Disney or care about it. Okay, it's no secret that I like to be absolutely unique, different, and wear gorgeous pieces that no one else has. I've been going on curtsy to shop so much, and I'm finding the coolest stuff. Yeah, like, I don't know if you know about me, Catherine, but I am exploring the world of drag, and my same-sex sexual partner is exploring the world of drag, and we love we love gorgeous uh, women's pieces, and curtsy has exactly what we're looking for. What is your closet missing? Tie-dye, a shacket, maybe some thrasher? Whatever you're looking for, Curtsy has the latest styles you actually want at a price point you can afford. And I love Curtsy because you're shopping from real women who have your size and style. It's so easy to use. I found some amazing deals. It's cool. With the Curtsy app, you can get thrift store prices delivered to your door. No need to sort through thousands of items that aren't your style or size. That's all my favorite brands like Urban Outfitters, Nike, Princess Polly, Champion, Free People, and Levi's up to 70% off. And the other thing is that Curtsy has actually made the selling process so easy. Like I can get rid of old clothes I don't want anymore and literally anyone can do it. I never know how to price my items, but Curtsy suggests a price, which is so helpful. And if you don't have a printer, they'll mail you a shipping label for free, which I adore. And the coolest part is when you get to instantly cash out to your debit card. I've loved using Curtsy. I found some gorgeous items that are about to be shipped to my door. I cannot wait. So if you want a sustainable way to get Brandy, Urban, Champion, and Lulu delivered directly to your door, download Curtsy today and enter promo code SEEKTREATMENT for 15% off your first order. Just search Curtsy in the App Store, spelled C-U-R-T-S-Y, and enter promo code SEEKTREATMENT for 15% off your first order. 
So go ahead. Download the Curtsy app and enter the promo code Seek Treatment. Don't you think, Pat? I think I would actually agree and I would support everyone using this incredible new platform. Well, hey. Hi, you guys. It's um, actually Patrick on the line. And it's Catherine by his side. Like a steadfast and- wife. You know, one time is the last thing I'll say in my life. I remember when Anthony Weiner was first like found oh my out God. what he did. We were watching the news and his wife was standing by him. And <laughs> my dad was like, why the hell is she still with him? And my mom was like, for better or for worse. Oh my God. Your mom's ride or die. <laughs> I'm a um, ride or die wife. I, like, I had the dis- I had the distinct pleasure of being um, in UCB Sketch 101 during the Anthony Weiner fiasco. <laughs> and you can imagine when Topical Week came around, the absolute fun people had in that assignment. It's a lot. Anyways, we actually didn't even sign on to talk about Anthony Weiner, which I know can sound shocking. Oh, sorry. And <laughs> but we wanted to first and foremost let our um, listeners know that we are doing, yeah, we've joined the kind of ranks of people that are sadly doing virtual live shows and we are doing that on February 19th and we would encourage you to um, come and watch and participate and engage for once. And we're doing it through the Amazing Dynasty typewriter and we will have our special guests, Brian and aka our currents. And we're going to chat with them. We're going to do a Valentine's recap, kind of chat about love, live and laugh. And this is incredible news. We're, there's going to be, and we don't understand this yet, um, there's going to be some element of interaction with the audience, and we don't know what that is or means. So <laughs> know that. And what time is the show? I'm going to go ahead and say 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST. And you can get yeah, so nor- on Dynasty Typewriter's website or on our Twitters or whatever. Yeah, my Instagram, if you feel like going there. And it's actually a link in my bio. Like, I felt comfortable, like, kind of throwing back to... <laughs> You know, the olden days, being a link in my bio. Yeah, so we'd love to see you there, and we'll definitely talk with you and stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely, like, see what's going on on that night. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be, like, intimate and cozy. Yeah, my, yeah, it's going to be intimate and cozy. And the link is in the episode descriptions. All right, all right, bye. So see you there. Love you. You know, everyone's talking about this song, yeah, Driver's License. Yeah, I heard it one time on the radio when I was out I on know. I was driving. Kind of a famous time to hear a song is when you're driving. And um, that's why when you actually live in New York, you don't actually usually hear Top 40 because you don't drive. And, oh, I'm getting word. I'm actually getting word in my, oh, in my earpiece. we're getting word I'm from getting our word headset. getting word in my earpiece that we actually have a, a VM about the song, Driver's License, which I don't get. So why don't we listen to that VM? Hi, um, can you talk about Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo? <laughs> because ultimately, it's going to go ahead and be a song about boy sex, fucking dating, and maybe even love. <laughs> Just like your sweet spot. Thanks, love you guys. Yeah, I don't get it's like. First of all, I love I love that person. I love the way they were talking towards us. It's kind of a sexy little voice, that person. I know. I think we're all, we're going to have group. Yeah, I would like to have a group with that person when, of course, it's safe to do so. Can I start? Can I start real quick, Pat, about this? Yeah, please. Because two, I, I know. So two nights ago, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Why is everyone obsessed with this?" And I felt so taken care of because someone wrote this hilarious, dare I say, truly hilarious article uh, for W Magazine, being like, "Let me explain Olivia Rodrigo to mature people," and it was all about like, "Who the fuck is this?" and like, "Where'd she come from?" and it was like an oral. Oral history. <laughs> <laughs> it was an olfactory history of Olivia Rodrigo. 
But basically, just she's a Disney Channel girl. And oh, really? What Disney Channel was she on? She was on a Disney Channel show about YouTubers. So it's it's so far past our time that I cannot see. I can't turn my head around that far. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a, I have a pretty good knowledge of even current day Disney stars, but I don't. Let me see if I recognize her. She's also in the new High School Musical, the Meta High School Musical reboot that's on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, I've seen commercials for that. So the song itself, I don't care for it. I'm actually in this place where I'm really, really sick of pop music being so fuzzy and sad. It's like fuzzy and sad used to be my sacred thing. I'm in college. It's 2009. It's fuzzy and sad in the indie sphere. And now it's fuzzy and sad within the pop sphere. And I come to pop to be like cheered up for one single second not to be like I'm okay I'm using the search engine that I uh, actually oh I didn't tell you I actually made us I invented a new search engine called Google you guys have to try it out um, support my business and I used actually my own invention Google to find out that she was on Bizarre Vark, which was a show that I have seen and I do you think that that yeah she was talented she was talented in that show yeah um, the, whole, the whole W article was kind of about how like she actually is talented yeah, she was talented as an actress in that show. Um, and her co-star, I remember, being very talented in that show. But it was what scary was it? because I was like, Brian, I was like, she looks so young. And he was like, yeah, bitch, the whole song's about her getting her driver's license. She's like 16. And I'm like, it seems too young to be a... It's too young. This song deals with someone, a man in her life, telling her that they're going to like drive around together when she gets her driver's license. But then when she gets it, he's actually doesn't care about her anymore. Is that what the song... Is, is that, that the story? It, is that a story the song is telling? I don't know kind of the narrative arc of the song because I didn't really listen to it. Should we play, Allison, should we play a clip from it? That could be kind of fun. Yeah. We're getting, like, we we're getting, like, full, like, we're getting f- very um, organized here. driver's license last week, just like we always talked about. Cause you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house But today I drove through the suburbs crying cause you weren't around Okay Okay I think I've heard enough so basically the guy went to college is what I'm getting. <laughs> so this is a story of a man who went away to college. Uh, when his he was senior, she was junior. She gets her driver's license over the summer. He's like, sorry, I'm actually at Villanova University. My main thought is like talking about getting your driver's license. I mean, when you're about to get your driver's license, you talk about it with everyone. It's like it's not like it's our special secret thing with my boy, my like teenage boyfriend. Yeah, it's not very emotional. No. What I will say is... um. For me, driver's license always will make me think of the killers, actually, our, our famous friends who touched us because... Um, <laughs> I forgot about them. For some reason, that I just was always listening to when I drove to school senior year. I fucking love that, the killers. They're so It was the good. album where it was like, she didn't look, he didn't look a thing like Jesus, buddy. buddy. Hung on, 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 man. Like you remember when you were young. I fucking um, love the killers. But yeah, that woman was playing... I remember, so basically what happened was when I was home on Long Island, I was driving in a car, and uh, it was um, the radio woman. I love a woman who's on the radio who's, like, talking between songs. And she was like, okay, you guys have been talking about this song all weekend long. Let's play your favorite new song, Driver's License. And then she played it, and I was like, is this a joke? I was like, was that lady doing a joke or something? Like, (laughs) It's so depressing. Yeah. Whenever a song, like... 
uses the word suburbs, it's always an interesting choice. Well, one of my favorite albums of all time, Arcade Fire, The Suburbs. I was going to say, yeah. But also, um, what was I going to I, In also, the suburbs, I... I mean, the girl's very much playing a game of Taylor or Lord with the whole country and nation. Oh, right. That's what everyone kind of has been DMing us about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that song is um, more Lord than Taylor. Oh, definitely. But I could also see it being a certain, like... When would that be? I guess 1989 Taylor. No, I guess that was too poppy and upbeat. I just think Taylor, like, she's just really singular. And I just don't. This song feels like an amalgamation of, like, 20 other pop songs that I've heard before. Do you think that she, Olivia herself, sat down pen and paper and wrote the song? Or do you think, like, her agent called you up and was like, so we got a new song that we actually bought for you. It's going to be really great. <laughs> it actually deals with, what if you got your, it actually deals with the situation of getting your driver's license and, but your your um, boyfriend uh, went away to college. And so she's it's double. Like, it's double and drama. she's like, yeah, that does really speak to me. Um, yeah, I would love to do the song. And then he's like, okay, so let's get into the studio and start recording it. So this W article implied that she writes her own music, and that okay. she's, a, she's a real she's a real talent. Um, that's cool. I so mean, I, as, I've, as I've already been on record saying, I think she was talented in bizarre dark. I guess for me, when I think the reason why I'm not seeing Taylor is because when I think young Taylor, I'm like she's, she has to hold a guitar. Yeah, it doesn't feel like this girl's kind of encumbered by holding a guitar. No, and Lord would never hold a guitar. No, 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 no. But no, Lord no. would sit at the piano. Would she? I, I feel think like she's she always would. like dancing around like the rainforest. Yes, but I think she would and has okay. been sitting at. I think she would and has at some point, as we've heard her and not been able to see her, been sitting at a piano. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Liability. You know what I was always thinking about when I when I saw Arcade Fire live in this park. I was with this. I just met this like kind of ragtag group of friends and. Um, there's a lyric in one of the songs that goes, uh, it's like, it's like, I want to, it's like, <laughs> I'm not doing a good job. It's like, it's like, I want to have a daughter while I'm still young. I want to hold her, uh, her hand and show her the world before all the damage is done. Obviously, the tune's not coming to mind. Um, and the guy was like, that really, I really connect with that lyric. And I was like, why? Oh, my God. You really want to have a daughter before the world ends? I'm like, Why? <laughs> <laughs> I really connect to that lyric. Wow, he's yeah, that person. He was really connecting to that lyric, and I was like, "That's not the one I connect to." Arcade Fire makes me think of actually that story that I even already alluded to of the band who played drums with rose petals with roses. Mm. They seem like a band who would do that. Sure, there's like eighty of them. Arcade Fire is one of those bands that's eighty of them that you see that you don't exactly know how many of them until like do SNL one time. When yes, yeah, and then you're like, oh my god, there's so many of them, and then you wonder how much money everyone gets, and you start to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. For I me, Arcade I mean. Fire is a band where you see how many of them are, and like, wait, so like, are they each rich in their own special way, or what's the deal here? <laughs> you know, you don't really. It's hard to know like who is actually rich. Oh, definitely. Because. I don't know. It just seems so hard to actually get rich based on my, my trying. <laughs> based on my personal trying. Um, like sometimes you get something and you're like, this will be really lucrative. And then you're like, oh, that's kind of what I got for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, people on Twitter were like thinking I was a billionaire this summer. I was like, God, honey, I, if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't be on this fucking website, you psycho. <laughs> get Go to a hospital immediately and get help. If I was a billionaire, I'd buy Twitter and shut it down immediately. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be an incredible use of money to like, buy Twitter and make it... <laughs> That w- now every time that I'm I log on to Twitter and Brian like looks over my shoulder, he's like, "Ooh, I love this website." <laughs> <laughs> I um, um I haven't been tweeting very much lately. No, it's not fun. Should I? Should we get another cue in the mix? Yeah. Hi, Kat and Pat. Uh, my question is, how do you get over the embarrassment of having your own podcast? Um, I started early one earlier this year and. Uh, my boyfriend brought it up in front of his friends, and I was immediately embarrassed. Uh, I mean, it's just something fun. It's not like a groundbreaking podcast or anything like that. But yeah, just how do you get past that? <laughs> yeah, you'll never, you never get past that. But I will say, but it gets, it's like grief. You know what I mean? You never get over it ever. But you learn to live with it, and that's you learn to live with the embarrassment of having a podcast. Um, oh, no, so I funny. always say I wouldn't wish having a podcast on my worst enemy. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Podcast yeah, it's like if people if if you if you if it comes up in conversation, people know your podcast, then it's obviously so fun. And if they don't, then it's obviously so mortifying. You're like, yeah, it's about like what's it about? And I'm like, well, we kind of talk about like whatever's on our mind. And like my friend's just really funny. And they're like, yeah, I bet you fucking dumbass slut. <laughs> well, it's but um, you have to just like, embrace it. But also, when someone has listened, do you think podcasts as a medium do um? How do I put this? I do think it make, makes people feel like they know you really well. Mm-hmm. Something about the way that people experience podcasts, which is in a way sometimes like not always. Sometimes it feels like you have to remind people that they never have met you before. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I just want to respond to every DM I get and be like, I never have met you before. Just <laughs> I just want to make sure we all know that and then let's continue this damn conversation. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't mean that to be a bitch. I just mean like, I sometimes know. it feels like sometimes it feels like people legitimately don't realize. I remember one time someone sometimes uh in the beginning, I quarantined someone since I kind of something rude to me. And I was like, I just remember I literally said, like, I never have met you before. Exclamation point. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then, like, they were apologetic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think you really didn't realize that. You know what I mean? And, like, um, yeah. so that's a struggle every single day. I don't mind it when people send messages that, that are nice. When people are like, hey, like, what's the fucking deal with this? And I'm like, I don't know you. And I'm trying my darndest every day. Yeah, yeah, every damn day. But oh I would God. say just I've like I've never used this marker, Peach. Okay, but I would say to that, to that guy's question, it's kind of like, what am I thinking of? I'm kind of thinking of like <laughs> when you're tubing behind a boat. Oh my God! And you're it's on been a second. It's been a second. It's been a long second, and you're on the inner tube, and you know you just kind of have to like hold it to stay on for dear life. I would say just like hold your podcast close and like get ready for things to be a little rough and tumble. But ultimately, water is more nourishing than dangerous. I, um, keep your friends close, your enemies closer, and your podcast closest. <laughs> That's kind good. of complete the saying. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get any superlatives in high school? Yeah. I didn't get any. Should have gotten best sense of humor. Wasn't even nominated. It was too low profile. If you're from my grade, if you're from my grade in high school and listen to this, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, who got most best sense of humor? Like literally, some guy who probably like was on like wrestling and like yeah was loud and like 
that was his whole thing. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, actually. That you had to be allowed in high school if you wanted to get best sense of humor, and I just wasn't willing to be allowed. Yeah, he willing to like take your shirt off and be like boop 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 and like punch yourself or something. Yeah, I wasn't willing. I wasn't willing to go there, and so I didn't get best sense of humor. I wasn't awarded that. And they would never give. They would never give it to a girl. Girls aren't funny. Girls are not funny. <laughs> for us, they had you, there was a um, every award had like boy version and girl version. So very kind of supporting that gender wow. binary. Yeah, your high school is extremely problematic. Yeah, but mine was like I had such a small high school that they like gave everyone a little thing. That was my eighth grade. That was my eighth grade yeah. yearbook. And I yeah, actually did get best sense of humor in eighth grade. Oh, nice. But why don't they say funniest? Because best sense of humor implies you like have good taste in like comedy movies. Totally, I know. They, like I know, but that's like that's not even like a superlative issue. That's like a huge issue with our society is using sense of humor to mean funny. Exactly. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it goes so much farther than eighth grade. <laughs> it goes so much farther than your works. A good sense of humor. What, like you know when to laugh? Like, yeah, that's a that's that's like pretty basic. It's funny. Like now I'm thinking of it. I'm remembering. Like even in my eighth grade yearbook, there was like one of the categories is like best eyes and you have to vote for a boy and a girl and there's nothing quite like being like a closeted eighth grader like thinking of like who which boy you should put down for best eyes it's like am i gonna get arrested for this you know what i mean like should i choose someone who i actually think doesn't have good eyes just to kind of go unnoticed a little bit longer best eyes that is so so fucked up i know best eyes to make a 13 year old be like who of your peers has the best eyes <laughs> choose now and choose wisely and it's like oh okay. because you will be talking about it on your podcast 20 years later <laughs> and you will be mortified by it. <laughs> i should win best eyes that being said i'll never forget the kid who won best hair too like because there's a boy and girl best hair and this is i'm still going to eighth grade like um Best hair. And, and it was just one of those kids who had the classic, like, flip cut. You know what I mean? Like, the, like, uh, yes. gelled up front. Totally. Like, I was like, yeah, he does have that. And I guess that is kind of what is, seems to be hot to everyone. But, like, a lot of guys have that. You know what I mean? Like, what makes his so special that he got best hair? What I think is so damaging about this is that it's almost like at eighth grade, you almost don't yet fully understand what society thinks is good and bad like it took yeah. me a long time to know like what a good butt looked like and i was perfectly i was like at peace not knowing like guys yeah. would be like she has a good butt she has a good butt and i was like i don't those butts look the same to me and as and that looks the same as everybody i see and but then uh, years go by and society just hits you over the head with this is what's good this is what's bad like i don't know if i would know what best hair is in totally. the eighth grade I mean, I don't know that anyone did. We were all like, I'd just... probably pick a girl with like stick straight hair because that's what I wanted, but that's not the best. I don't remember which girl got straight hair, but again, similar to the boy, like it was probably just someone with kind of like just like very Blonde typical hair. hair, typical, basically like an, you just have to be <laughs> the most typical you could possibly be, and, be, and then you were celebrated. Well, that's how you that's how you get success actually in our country in the entertainment industry as well. You kind of just have to be as typical and. Um, and matter of fact as possible and then they're like yeah. wow this is groundbreaking i always remember i was like walking down the hall and i saw my guidance counselor who was the girl who was the woman who tallied the votes for supporter of ninth grade and i was like what did i get what did i get and she's like she's like let's just say y'all be laughing at what you got <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> you got best lashes 
no best sense of humor but you'll be laughing oh like, laughing because oh, I was like you are known for having great eyelashes and I was like the idea of having a separate category for eyes and eyelashes is so <laughs> crazy that would be incredible <laughs> I'm starting an 8th grade school I'm starting a school just 8th grade I'm actually starting a school that only does 8th grade and <laughs> we're having best eyes and best eyelashes in our year. and that's the only superlatives that's the only superlative Did have I, I talked already... yet about how obsessed I am with like an Italian sub right now Oh no, but of course. I mean, why wouldn't you be so though, divine? Though when I'm at a party, my move is always to go for and there's a like what, what we in my region call it a hero because it's kind of a famous the idea of a long sandwich is a famous kind of regionally mm-hmm. regional dialect topic where it's everyone calls it something different. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? A hoagie. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, we call it a hero, and you and there's always Italian and American, and then some some sex freaks at their graduation parties will have like <laughs> chicken cutlet, um, and those sex freaks I celebrate because I love the chicken cutlet one. But when it's just the Italian um, American, I always go for the American. Interesting, American. And there's always what? that like, like classic turkey, thing turkey of mayo. It's turkey cheese roast beef. Oh, lettuce tomato. It's yeah, ham. so it's what it's, it's, it's hoagies. Heroes Sub. and subs and grinder in the in New England. I've definitely never heard of a grinder. Yeah, kind grinder of seems gay. gay grinder app. implies like smallness, like something's been ground down, like beef even. Yeah, I don't know why they call it that in the, in New England. That would I don't know why they do. I that. remember when I moved to New York and I found out what it means to get something like on a roll. What did you think it meant before New York? Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Really? So if you wanted something in a, on a roll, how did you communicate I that? I wouldn't have something on a roll. I would have a sandwich. They don't have rolls in in Texas? Well, I mean, for sandwiches, you just go to, like, the sandwich places. Right, but is it all, like, sliced bread? It's not, like, delis. There's no, like, What's, there's not a lot what? of deli culture. Wow. Like, you would, so, my, like, you would be, like, yeah, it would be a lot of sliced bread. It would be a lot of sliced bread. Interesting. Unless you go to Subway or like Schlotzky's or Quiznos, which yeah. is actually really good. Quiznos? It's been a minute since I have Quiznos. Quiznos and Schlotzky's are both good. Quiznos was huge because they were the first people that came out on national commercials and were like, we toast. And that's important to us. Have I talked on this pod about the place I used to go with my ex-boyfriend in New Jersey called Just Subs? No, but it sounds incredible. It is the best, best sandwich place in the world. There's a few locations. It's a franchise, but small, small Jersey-based franchise. If you guys know about Just Subs, please, please DM me so we can just, like, talk about it. I'm thinking of running a car just to go because they're, first of all, they're also fucking, they're huge. And they're so fucking good. Okay. That's incredible. Another question, maybe? Yeah, another question. Now that we've answered that, now that we've, now that we've answered the question of how do I stop being embarrassed in my podcast by talking about sandwiches for truly seven minutes, let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Now we've solved that man's problems. Let's move on to the next question. Hi, Kat. Hi, Pat. Love you both. Hi. Um, Kat, you're famously my Houston, Brooklyn sister, so we're twins. It's fine. Um, I have a question for both of you. I want an opinion. So, do you think? that it's psychotic to be like goo goo gaga over someone that you've never met specifically someone who literally doesn't live in the same country as you and paid on a hookup app to message you because they thought you were cute and this person is literally so hot like I thought they were a catfish at first but now we've been talking on and off for like eight months probably almost a year 
and we can't meet because of obviously the pandemic but yeah he's literally so cute i'm like goo goo gaga but i'm like why am i doing this to myself because he literally doesn't even live in the tri-state area so yeah i want opinions i want to see your thoughts uh let me know thanks love you both bye bye wow i love this question because i've been watching so much 90 day fiance Oh, I never, uh, I've never actually seen 90 Day Fiance, but I do know that Trish Shell is in one episode of it. But, um, what I think is that, um, no, that's not cool. Wait, so he paid to message this person on a, a hookup app? What I kind of heard when I heard that was like, oh, did he, like, you, I think you can pay for like a certain kind of Tinder where you can like talk to people in different locations. Oh, so I'm I wondering see. if that's what this guy did. Um, I'm, my main question is, are you guys, facetiming as well or is it just texting because it could still be a catfish but i don't want you to believe that i want you to open your heart up to the idea that it's not a catfish and i don't think it's i mean i don't think it's crazy at all i think um especially at a time like this i feel like just enjoy it and like at the same time keep your doors open and your mouth and your holes open to people in the tri-state area once i fell in love with a person on twitter called tristan (laughs) <laughs> How'd that go? And I still follow him. He didn't like me back. Oh, I could tell. That's I could crazy. tell by how he was with me. That's crazy. But I just I forget how I even found out about him. But I found out about him in like 2014 and started following him, and then fell in love with him on Twitter, kind of like throughout 2014. And now I still follow him, but um, but I'm not really in love with him anymore. Obviously. Yeah, I would but, say don't ask yourself whether or not it's crazy. I would say just enjoy it. But when the time comes. But, but I just hope it doesn't close you off to meeting someone in your area. Like, I think the issue can be, and I've done this before, where you're talking to someone long distance and all of a sudden it means you're not being present in your own life. You're not really connecting with your friends who are around you. And I just hope you're being conscious of that. Like, I would sometimes, like, not go out with friends so I could, like, stay in and talk to my British lover. And that ultimately is, like, you know, stupid. Well, I do. Th- yeah, I do think you have to always be on the lookout for the famous group of people called sexy singles in your area. Kind of a famous, <laughs> famous, famous um, demographic. But I don't know. I I think that um, I think that you should meet a. I think that you should meet this person and have sexual intercourse with them if that's something that you actually mm-hmm. want. Hi, Cat and Pat. Um, my question is simple. I was wondering what you guys thought about plant culture. <laughs> people having a lot of plants and. That's pretty much what plant culture this is. This is an incredible okay, question. And I love this question. It's definitely something that's affecting me right now. Like, I don't I don't believe in letting your space feel, like, so taken over. Like, I think you can have – you should have, like, one pl- – like, Angela wants to put so many plants all over. And when I leave touches me in my home, I do not feel safe. And um, I think that you always meet a straight couple that, like – has let plants take over and then the, it's like the um what do they call it the loonies running the asylum what do they call it? it's that phrase <laughs> do you know what i mean the teacher becomes a student but make it crazy yeah it's like obviously not like a uh you know very sensitively worded uh adage but there is an adage it's something about like that like the animals running the zoo or something like the plants need to like you you should never feel like for me you should never feel like you, you, you a, a leaf might touch you inside of your space because that to me <laughs> is really scary 
to me it's just like it's the plant shit is so annoying it's very much part of the like minimalist culture of having like one tan couch and a sheepskin rug and then like no belongings and it's like that isn't real and it's always people who also have like six kids and it's like you don't have six kids a couch that isn't comfortable and 40 plants like fuck off that's not the reality that we live in wait you think minimal people like lots of plants minimal people like like instagram minimal blog people like plants like succulents see to me plants are the opposite of minimal because they're like overflowing and they're they can't be controlled and they're growing plants creep me out when they grow in certain directions it's like oh my god it's so alive and it's so can make its own decisions that to me is so scary the idea that a plant might decide which way to grow for some reason and (laughs) Um, Angela loves plants and he's always trying to like buy new plants but I will say that um, I did in a plant store buy um, a cactus just a small cactus for my desk and that to me is safe because a, a cactus really isn't sentient and it can't choose which way to grow I don't think it can and um, it just is so contained in this little pot there's no leaves that are spilling over trying to touch you I love when plants decide to grow in a certain in a weird direction I think that's the fun I love when plants cascade over like a refrigerator door oh I hate that it makes me think like I don't know what it makes me think but what I will say is like my Angelo's old sublet person that he loved with like had plants in the shower like there's a plant hanging kind of on the shower so the mm-hmm. leaves were like draping down and the water would I, and i would get really weirded out if the water touched the plant and then tripped onto me i think it's like a, I, I honestly think it's from an old episode of goosebumps i saw but i'm convinced that like mm-hmm. the water is gonna carry like chlorophyll or something like into my eyes and it's going to like affect me and like turn me into like a plant or something Interesting. You know what? It is the last thing I'll say about this in my whole life. But, and I know this sounds bad and I know this is rude, but I think pre quarantine, when I saw a lot of plants in someone's apartment, I was like, oh, this person doesn't have a lot going on. Really? I'm like, this person doesn't really have a life. Wow. If you're home enough to like water that much plants. Yeah. Well, do you guys agree great... or do I sound like a bitch? I mean, I guess I probably do. But it's no. like, mm. like, it's okay if I do. When people make their like, I'm just like, oh, so you don't have like other stuff going on, which is I guess now I'm kind of learning that there's nothing wrong with that. Like life is about <laughs> the present moment, but like before I was like, get me to the, get me to the nunnery, but make it a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I I do think sometimes too many plants is symptomatic of a certain um, a certain uh, shortcoming. <laughs> but I don't I, I I would never want things that I had to water every day but my famous cactus my cactus which is famous on this podcast and the fifth lady of our show very very seldomly needs to be watered because cactuses famously live in deserts I don't like cactuses cacti I didn't think I did but then once I got one I put it on my desk it has been helpful when we went to Joshua Tree this summer um our dear friend the pod Merrick like ran off on his own and when he came back he had like six massive cactus needles sticking out of his knee (gasps) and um and they like wouldn't come out they were like twisted in and um (laughs) it was so funny because um our dear friend um pat riley was like i know someone we can call in joshua tree who can like pull those out of your knee and Merrick was like yeah or I, I know someone too it's me taking a shot of tequila and ripping them out of my <laughs> knee <laughs> I don't I, I never knew that cactuses really did that like I've never known a cactus it, to act. I thought that was kind of cartoon cactuses only it was fucking scary and he was in a lot of pain and they were really twist like it was crazy because you would pull them and because of the way they were twisted they wouldn't like come right out you had to like 
twist them underneath the skin. It was it was grotesque. Was he? Wait, why did he knee a cactus? Well, the he kind of ran off, and when he came back, there was just this like dense area, and I think he didn't even notice. Like, there's so much uh, vegetation there that the needles just kind of. He didn't even notice he got. He got pricked until they were. T- it wasn't the getting. Until it was pricked, too it was late. The, until it was too late. Until it was too late. It wasn't the getting pricked. It was I think the, the removing them that was painful. Wow. You know what I'm addicted to. I, I have um, my new thing is getting. Um, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I get Whole Foods delivered. I, I just I don't care anymore. Actually, what anyone thinks of me, but I got Whole Foods groceries <laughs> delivered, and the groceries are ninety percent me getting seltzer delivered. Me and Angela always say we need a seltzer service. <laughs> well, it's great because it's so heavy well, to carry it from to your apartment. I know. I need to. I wonder how expensive it, it is. To, is it like much more expensive to have groceries delivered? Like, what is the financial aspect of that? No, it's literally like the same, if not cheaper, than going to like fucking whatever bougie ass places next to my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, there's that one Instacart who famously fired all their employees who tried to unionize. No one used that. No one used oh, that. Oh, I one. didn't. I didn't use that. Yeah, no, I know. Instacart is some app that apparently like. Some of its employees tried to unionize and it immediately just like fired all of them, which is kind of famously illegal. Everyone is I so hate fucking every, bad. Every company is so fucking rude. It's crazy. Companies are some of the rudest entities. Um, this is a company. The, a, the definition of a company is like being literally the worst fucking person in the world and then like having a 24 year old work for you and like respond to tweets online in a polite way. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Um, that is what a company is. First and foremost, I'm reading this book that I'm really enjoying. What is it's, it? I think popular. It was. New, I think it was a bestseller. Uh, such hey, a funny. Look at such me. A fun, That's okay. Such a fun age. Have oh you my it? god, Kylie Reed is that the author's name? Um, I forget. I, I literally have it in my stack to read right now. Yeah, I'm really liking it. You'll like it. I heard it's really good. Amy, Amy, who's yeah, my Kylie book girl, Reed. recommended it. Yeah, Amy's both of our book girl. Yeah, I actually just made this little like video interview thing talking about my book and they're like one of the questions was like who recommends books to you and i'm like it's all about amy solomon she just she should start like um i mean she's the busiest woman in the world but she should have i guess she posts on insta sometimes recommending but everyone should be so lucky to have a friend like amy who recommends yeah you need someone to tell you which book to get sometimes because it can get really overwhelming when you go in there and yeah and sometimes the covers look so enticing and like you think you're gonna like it and then you're asleep there is a trend going around in book covers that's um tie-dye Right now, mm-hmm. every like yeah. every, there's right now it's all about having a hardcover book that's like tie dyed and it's called called like untamed or something. <laughs> Is that because I told you? Did I tell you I read that memoir Stray by Stephanie Dandler? No, but I I did order a book. I think you told me about uh, which one? Um, what is it called? It was by like Marnell or something. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, I can't. This is look. I literally cannot believe you haven't read. I'm oh, so, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited for you to read it. It is it's canon. It is the funniest. You can't put it down. She's amazing. What's her name again? What's Kat her name Mar- again? Guess what her name is? Cat. Wow. Cat Marnell. I wow. subscribed to her Patreon because I like reading her articles because she's just completely unhinged and so like not afraid to be herself. That's incredible. I know, which is brave, which is rare, which is rare. Should we do one more letter from her help and then um Yeah. I Letters for fuck, help. I think I fuck out of here. Hi, Kat and Pat. First of all, I love you guys. This is iconic. I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm dying for you. I love this. Okay, so my question is, I recently befriended someone because, I don't know if it's a people pleaser in me or my desire to be accepted or loved. I don't know. But she needed a friend and I, you know, I said, sure, I'll take a friend, whatever. 
Uh, it turns out she's actually kind of a bad person. She's a Trump supporter. She says really ignorant comments. She just kind of is un intolerable. Her presence is it it drains me. It's too much. Um, and since we're coworkers, I have to see her at work, and she's constantly asking me, "When are we going to hang out again? When oh. are we going to hang out again?" <sighs> and I just cannot stomach to be around her in an outside setting where I'm not being paid. So <laughs> my question is, do I tell her up front so she keeps asking me? Or do I just tell her that we don't vibe? How do you say that nicely? I, I just, she's not taking my hints, and I don't know what else to do. I'm kind of tired of her bugging me about it. I say I'm busy. I say I need me time. I said my dog needs to get his tonsils removed. I don't know. She just won't. She won't accept it. So I, I don't know what to do. So I keep ditching her. Do I just quit this job? Help. Oh, my God. I feel this so bad famous, for you. This, this is, is so This is a famous tough. situation in which there's nothing you can do, basically. You, you basically just have to keep making up lies and, like, feeling shitty. <laughs> and then, like, eventually she's going to call you out on keeping lying. And then she's going to be like, you could just tell me. But if you do tell her, she will literally be, like, the worst person in the world. So there's actually no path. You have no path forward here. Um, <laughs> that is so true. Is you really can't win. When like- you don't. Like, when you don't like someone, there's actually nothing you can do without, like, being, like, a a bad person. You know what I mean? Like, you have to just like everyone. Or lie. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way you could, like, just not enjoy someone and let that be okay. It's kind of like how on Love Island, they're always like, if you just, like, asked me, like, you want to go for him, like, I would not care at all. Like, it's totally cool. It's like, no, if I'd asked you, you would have freaked the fuck out. So it's like... If you tell her up front, it's honestly going to cause more drama and might, like, leak into the workplace. I think you have to just keep being fake busy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm avoiding so many people right now. The only thing you can do is just keep being fake busy, keep lying, and then at a certain point she will realize that and she'll be really mad at you for, like, doing that. But it's actually your only choice. So you just have to, like, continue doing what you're doing and then she's going to, like, call you a bad person eventually. And, like others will be on her side against you sorry that that it's not advice you'd probably want to hear but it's just like we live in a world that we acknowledge the situation that you're in and it's like truly when you don't like someone there's nothing you can do when you don't like someone and they like you you have no power in that situation it's really crazy i will say yeah like stick to your guns and like i'm really big i think especially now it's like if you go to hang out with a friend it you should leave feeling like uplifted and like in a better place you were than when you first got there and i know because i i this happens all the time but you go out for coffee or whatever someone you don't know or like a friend you don't really aren't vibing with at the moment and like you leave just feeling like worse that you can't have that so stick to your guns do your thing i i used it's so funny i used to be this girl i used to be this special little girl who never ignored text and now i'm like you have to just you have to just sometimes you have to just yeah and you have to judge with this, with this woman, it sounds like. I wonder what their job is. I'm actually dying know. to know. Definitely DM us and tell us what your job is. Yeah. For some reason, I need to know what your job is to fully, fully, fully know what to do about it. Um, but, yeah, my main thing is that there's nothing that you can do. It's going to be a huge source of, like, uh, misery for you <laughs> moving forward. And that's just kind of what it is to exist near, around, or adjacent to other human beings. Exactly. Um, that was amazing advice that I just that gave That was great advice. It is hard. It's so hard. Um, okay, I have therapy in a second. So before we go, do you feel hot today? Um, well, I woke up and I was cold. We have to think of that. And for some reason, <laughs> We have to when, think of that. <laughs> when 
when I feel cold, sometimes it does make me feel hot. I and totally then, agree. I know exactly what you mean. It makes you literally, it makes you like feel like. But I'm glad that we did this a little earlier than we planned because it'll hopefully get me on a good sleep cycle. But this will be the day where I like walk around like a zombie person, like haven't gotten enough sleep. And right. when you're tired and I keep waking up with, as Angela calls it, Paige Davis hair, which is like when for some reason my bed head is like on such angles. You know what I mean? That it's like Paige this Davis. This will be. Spaces. Yeah. And so all in all, I do, I do feel hot, actually. I do feel hot. I guess I don't but that's okay do you have a crush of the week oh my god oh yes I actually looked this person up when you went to when you had to do, oh fuck now I lost it again I you go you do yours first oh okay let me think oh mine's the cast of uh bling empire particularly Anna she's unbelievable oh but it's also the okay. <laughs> it's also Charisse Cherie who um named her baby Jador it's such a good program I, I really want to talk to you guys about it Okay, my crush of the week, and this was reminded of me by Driver's License Girl because that made me look into what Bizarre Vark was again and try to remember it. And my actual crush of the week is a girl named Madison Who, who was her co-star in that show, who I always thought was like such a talent whenever I would see her. And I don't mm. know what she's up to these days. Madison Who, if you're listening, like, what are you up to these days? But I really thought, oh, she's doing all. Well. She has 763K Instagram followers. Wow, when you have three, when you have three numbers, that's really what? big. <laughs> When you have three numbers in a letter, that's huge. Three numbers in a letter on Insta is massivo. But I don't know. I don't know like what she's kind of what kind of work she's been doing. But she, I always thought she was so. Oh, she was in Shanghai Fashion Week. Uh, I always thought she was so talented. And here she is, a picture with, of her and Olivia. I wonder what it's like for her, kind of seeing her old bizarre art castmate kind of blow up in a famous song about um, a driver's license. I know. I'm holding my driver's license Cause I'm driving in my car Woo! Ooh, um, okay, lastly but not leastly Are you mad more? No, I'm not mad Of course we're doing this earlier than originally planned But as I've yeah. said Though I'm tired today I'm hoping that this will kind of be what saves my life And makes me kind of always wake up at 9.30am And um be a normal person it's hard to do that yeah I, I didn't it's so funny i don't know why i refuse to put my wednesday therapy in my calendar every but every wednesday i'm like oh shit i have therapy i'm dreading it this is, this is the kind that makes you do homework and i didn't do the homework so it's like, well my therapist's new thing is like every time i go being like because i used to like never go and he would always like be like i'm not he i always pick you mad and he'd be like do i see mad and i'd be like <laughs> no don't like turn i'm not like accusing you of anything i'm like ask i'm right. checking in and then um, but then he would always say, like, whenever I would talk about, like, how I sometimes, like, can't engage with people or, like, kind of shut out the world, he'd be like, yeah, I've been on the receiving end. Sometimes I would be in my office and, you know, you wouldn't show up, Pat, and that hurt. And, like, he would, like, kind of, like, make me feel bad about it, like, in retrospect. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, like, I asked you if you were mad about that. Right. And then, but now I've been really good about going on Zoom, like, for the last, for some reason, for two months. I think it's because I'm doing this new eating disorder woman, and, like, mm-hmm. she is what I'm annoyed about now because she's too much, like, emotional yeah. energy. So my therapist is kind of just, like, you know, when there's a new person who makes you feel uncomfortable, so, like, the yeah, old you, person, you just feel comfortable. I know. I, my, my, my other talk therapist, I'm like, oh, this is like, chi- this is like, you know. This is child's play. This is child's, child's play. It's child's play talking to this girl now. <laughs> I used to dread talking to her. Now I dread talking to the other girl. And, and it's, what's funny is, for a couple things are funny. For one, he keeps being like, 
what changed it? You know, Pat, you're showing up. Like, you're showing up now. And I have to ask, like, what changed? Like, what clicked? Something yeah. clicked with you. And I have to be like, well, I just don't like the new girl now instead of not liking you. But also, <laughs> I'm literally excited on Friday to, like, tell my therapist I didn't go to her so that he can feel like, um, so that he can be like, wow, like, all those times he didn't go. Like, he can see my side of this. I'll be like, yeah, I was just feeling really overwhelmed when I didn't go. And then, for some reason, I'm thinking it'll flatter him that I've been showing up to him and there's mm. a new person I don't show up to as much. Mm. So I'm excited for that gift to give him on this Friday. Absolutely. All right. Well, All right, well that's my I'm story. Not, if you're wondering. Stick it, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Uh, yes, girl. Stick to those guns. Um, if you're wondering, I'm not mad at you. Oh, yeah. Are you mad at me? Not even a little bit. Um, actually, I was so pleasantly surprised when I was kind of like, can we do 10? And you were just like, sure. I was like, wow. Why not? I was like, why not? You've, what, what, what changed, Pat? You're really what, showing what up lately. Clicked, what clicked with you lately? Um, no, I love you. I love y'all. Allison, too. Um, we need it. We need to do And You know, we need a little... Um, you know what? You know what needs to happen is that Allison, Wishbone Production needs a little song. Oh, yeah. Okay, so by the way, if you guys like what we're doing here online, definitely take a second to like and subscribe to our podcast, Seek Treatment, uh, as part of Wishbone Production. And What's the um, story, Wishbone? How about show? Wishbone, Wishbone? How about but, but do you remember the show Wishbone? With the dog? Yes, and the song, the theme song was "What's the story, Wishbone?" Dun, 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 dun. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. Wishbone. I think that should be it. Like <laughs> wishbone. I can't do that. Try. Wishbone. I think that's perfect. Okay, cool. Wishbone. All right, love y'all. Peace out. If you're boring, it's